Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down every episode of the 10-season show. Today, we've got Season 2, Episode 24, The Pit and the Pendulum. Hey, Mary. What happened this week? Brandon and Steve play table hockey with cups and a saucer on the peach pit while Dylan cheers them on. Nat tells Brandon to stop fucking around and do some work. Nat is struggling because there's a recession and he might have to lay off Willie, an employee with a family who's been there five years, is expecting a baby, and wants a raise. Brandon's apparently safe because he has, or because he's part-time and has a flexible schedule. Honestly, Nat should fire old Brando and give Willie a raise, but that's none of my business. <laughs> when Willie is still at work, when Brandon arrives for his next shift, Brandon talks to Nat and learns that he and his dad, Sal, knew a bunch of old celebrities. Brandon promised his dad he'd help him with a client by giving them a teen's perspective on shopping, but now he's mad he actually has to do it. He changes, <laughs> he changes his mind when he sees the client's daughter, Marcy, is really pretty. Brenda and Brandon pass out mall questionnaires at school. Everybody wants a coffee house because Starbucks isn't a thing yet. Andrea is more concerned about the impact on the environment, traffic, and other mature Andrea things. Jim and the kids attend a high-tech presentation of the design for the new mall. Brandon finds out they want to build the new mall on top of where the peach pit is. Jim asks Brandon not to say anything to Nat because of confidentiality agreements. Brandon gets super mad at Jim for doing his job. Marcy invites Kelly and Dilda to a fraternity-slash-sorority crossover event and tells them she's planning on bringing Brandon as her date. Also, the theme is, I Am I Blue?, <laughs> the gang the gang goes to the party where there is no alcohol because the fraternity is still in trouble from their last party. Brandon shows up wearing red. Marcy tells Brandon God she doesn't dance and he falls in love. She leads him by his tie into a room where she keeps all her miniature buildings. <laughs> they make out and she says maybe she can get him a job at his her dad's company. Brandon takes Marcy to the peach pit and makes her a burger. Nat tells her all about the dead celebrities that used to eat there. Brandon tells Marcy that the High Point Center will cause the peach pit to not exist anymore. Marcy sees through him and asks if he brought her there to make her feel bad. Nat yes. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Nat tells Brandon he's attending a meeting regarding the impending changes to the neighborhood. Apparently, Nat and his dad have been leasing the building for a long-ass time, which seems dumb. Also, when Nat got approval for the renovations he just did, uh, they changed the lease language. Nat decides not to go to the meeting, but Brandon goes and causes a disruption. Andrea, inspired by Brandon's antics, organizes the West Beverly students to protest to save the peach pit. Brenda tells Brandon that Jim got chewed out after the meeting, but also maybe he's kind of proud. Nat sends the kids home and lets Brandon know he accepted an offer to buy him out of his lease. Brandon goes home and fights with Jim about it some more. It turns out they tried to lowball Nat, but it doesn't actually matter because the whole deal fell through anyway. <laughs> Nothing in this episode mattered. Yeah, so really this episode was a thing to just finally then be like, moving on. This didn't happen. Did we mention Brandon's always right? Ah, oh, he's always right and always wrong. He, like, nothing. None of it means anything. No. Because, like, he – nobody asked him to try and save the peach pit. Like, nobody asked anybody else to try and save the peach pit. I feel like nobody actually asked Nat what he wanted to do. They just assumed that no matter what, he was going to want to start this huge fight to save the peach pit. And then we find out that it doesn't matter because he has no control over anything because he doesn't own the building. He leases it. So the company that owns the building is the one that's going to get any money. And Nat shouldn't have gotten – anything right. like nat should have just gotten screwed in the whole thing yeah because he's like a tenant not an owner that's like saying if you live in an apartment and they decide to build something like demolish your apartment and build something else that you would get a settlement yeah like that that doesn't that's not how that works <laughs> and then on top of all of that you find out that the company never actually bothered to fully secure their funding and so the funding falls through, and then the mall doesn't get made, and then the peach pit is saved. Fine. And then the episode <laughs> ends, but not before Brandon is a dick again. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah, that's the theme. The whole time. Of this show. Um, like, oh my, it's just, it was just a weird episode, and I didn't yeah. get it, and there was no point in it, and it must have been like, 
literally a filler episode. Totally. Because there was zero plot development. Yeah, there was... For anyone. Well, there was zero consequence mm-hmm. for anyone. Right, right. Like, exactly. Was, so, side note, uh, if you listeners hear some banging and clanging, uh, our recording studio <laughs> is next to... Another recording studio. No, just kidding. It's my house. <laughs> the Spice it, Girls are next door. <laughs> yeah. It's my house, and we're next to another house, um, and they're doing some work on their roof, and I did not know prior to this, so that's fun. So but you might just, hear some banging and clanging, but we're just going to roll with it. We just had to talk about this episode. We had to. We made plans, and we're sticking to it. So, ha! <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, listeners. <laughs> you have to hear us. Any hoozle. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so really it starts with, it starts and ends with the peach pit, um, because, spoiler alert, the peach pit is going to survive this. It goes nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Nowhere. Yeah, so we open up, and Nat is, like, looking at the walls at a bunch of pictures <laughs> of famous people, while a bunch of youth, this is what I wrote, a bunch, a bunch of, of youths, youths play table hockey at the beach pit. Youths. Youths. Also, Brandon was playing while he was working. I know. Like, get to work, you dumbass. Like, of course Nat's going to be grumpy if he's like, stop breaking my shit and go to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're playing with, like, not plastic. Yeah. <laughs> like, idiots. Anyway, just so rude. they're playing. Yeah, they're playing. And, and apparently Nat's not just mad about this, which rightfully so, but for a reasonable reason... He, he can't just be mad, like, about this. Brandon's like, what is really eating at Nat? Well, and I feel like, yeah, Brandon has no reason to walk into the office after him and start, like, talking at him. And he's like, oh, I'm going through something. And Brandon's like, oh, really? I hadn't noticed. Yeah, like, dude, have you ever heard of empathy or compassion or literally just decency? No, I really think that's just how Jason Priestley read the line. Yeah, probably. Like, I think he was <laughs> like, oh, I hadn't noticed. Oh, my God. But he was like, really? really? I hadn't noticed. Jeez. Why does he have to be such a sarcastic asshole? Seriously. I like I was, I was like, maybe you should get fired, bro. Like, mm-hmm. maybe you shouldn't work here anymore. Like, mm-hmm. Nat, fire Brandon and use his wages to pay Nil- N- Willie his raise. <laughs> Nilly Willie. My bad. <laughs> like, yeah, that's an easy sell to me. Like, like uh, hmm, I've got, let's just say, five employees. He's got more than that, but let's just say. Five employees, four of them are teenagers, and one of them has been working here for five years and is my cook. And is supporting a family. Who should I fire? Like, the only reason Brandon needs a job is because he keeps fucking up his own car. (laughs) You know what? If he didn't have the job, he wouldn't need the car. Exactly. No, that's so true. Also, he could take the bus to work. He could do a lot of... He has a bicycle. Yeah. He even rides it in this episode. Mm Mm-hmm. God. The worst. he's the worst. But that's when he... Finds out that, like, I what, I guess it's been hard times and mm-hmm. Nat's really worried about money and all this stuff and uh, really inappropriate conversations to have with your 17-year-old server. Especially who doesn't and wouldn't understand any of, like, the business side of things. Like, he might understand it from his own perspective of, well, is my job safe? But he's not going to understand it from the overall business. Well, and, like, the... The Brandony part of it would be him jumping to like, well, I have to save the peach pit. Yeah. Like he's immediately no, you gonna don't, you don't have to do anything. Exactly. He immediately like God, that is so classic Brandon. He immediately thinks everything is his problem to solve. Yeah. Well, cause when nobody even wants to solve a problem in the first place. How do you solve a problem like Brandon? <laughs> oh my god, that should have been the title of the episode. <laughs> That might be the quote of the week, and it wasn't even in the episode. <laughs> Am I going to get quote? Oh, my God. Yeah, you might. You I'm, might, because there wasn't a lot of great ones. I'll, I'll just I'm, I'm sitting on pins and needles. I'm excited. <laughs> but, yeah, it doesn't matter. None of it matters. Mm-hmm. Because Brandon just goes home at the end of his shift, mm-hmm. and he walks into the kitchen, and Cindy is like, how could you forget? You have to go. It's the preliminary meeting of the teen advisory board. So, like, weirdly, I just thought... Like, when you just said it like that, and I knew you were going to say it like that because, like, of how you were starting your sentence, and all of a sudden I thought, it's in the projection room above the auditorium from Mean <laughs> Girls. <laughs> like, the whole thing just made me think of that. Anywho's, uh, yeah. Yeah, and also, what is that, and why is it at the Walsh house? I know, they said it, and I was like, am I supposed to know what this is? Yeah, I was like, 
is that like a thing that happens in school? Is this a city thing? Like, am I supposed to know this? Yeah. Is this I don't like think so. dare, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not? Is this PTA, but PMTAB? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he like walks out into the living room and does not go to the meeting. He Mm-mm. just like stands in the hallway and is like. Mom, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. I know I signed up for this, but I don't actually want to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. there, There's a girl. Ooh la la. Who is that? And Cindy's like, yeah, boy, go get that girl. And I was like, yeah, mom, she's like 40. Yeah. I literally wrote, this lady is definitely too old for baby Brandon. I looked it up because, I, yeah, I wrote that she looks 35 and not 20. And mm-hmm. she was only 22. Oh, dang. Yeah. The perm did not look good mm. and the like suits that she was wearing like she definitely looked way older i thought she was really cute I mean, she's cute <laughs> no, Don't she's get me very wrong. pretty but i was just like this this woman yeah woman that's why i said lady old for brandon <laughs> okay yeah, i i agree yeah. with that she just, just wasn't thinking older. about it <laughs> right yeah well because every time they see her and then they talk about how she's in college and she's inviting you know a high schooler and like wants to get a high schooler a job so that they can be together forever or some shit. And I was like, no 22-year-old is saying this about a 16, 17-year-old. You know who I honestly was like, I had a thought. And I was like, you know who would have been a better fit and who probably would have actually like been smitten by this woman? Andrea. Ooh. Andre- this screams Andrea's type. Because she's so like buttoned up and like proactive and like, I'm going to get a Big job. Big curly hair. Mm-hmm. And- college mm-hmm. Money. oh my god that would have actually been so good because andrea is like what about the environmental impact what about parking what about traffic exactly and I love that brandon's like man i don't know how can you be asking me all these stupid questions i'm 17 but yeah. i just want pretty girl marcy and pretty girl andrea butting heads and then falling in love over right it. I know isn't that, that such a better tension over environmental impact reports Ooh. oh <laughs> Please give me lesbians. <laughs> yeah, right. We ain't going to get that in 90210. I was going to say, we had Josh, and that was like a deal. Yeah. And nothing happened. True. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also that comment that Jim made about if Brandon married Marcy, that he would never have to work again. Yes. Which, first of all, good looking out for number one, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> like, you definitely, yes, do that. But also, I was like, now they want them married? Like, I was like, they, have, they haven't even met yet. Yeah. This Also, how would, how is she attracted to Brandon? I'm sorry. I, how is she I attracted know. to Brandon? I know. Like, the whole time when they're at this meeting or, like, afterwards, and Brenda's like, I've been seeing girls fall in love with my brother since he was 13. You know how to pick it up after a while. And I was just like, he, no. <sighs> Stop. Like, I'm sorry to any of our listeners who might be Brandon Stans, but how? Why? I mean, I think the thing <laughs> is, like, we just keep seeing him be too much. Right. Because, like, you know, we'll obviously get to it when we get to the actual plot points. Mm-hmm. But, like, Brandon did not have to do any of this. Nobody asked him to do any of this. And then when people get mad at him for doing it, he tries to make them feel bad. And for some reason, everyone feels bad for going against Brandon. Everyone does. Jim does. Nat does. Brenda does. Yeah. Everyone feels bad for going against him, and I don't think they proved that we should be on Brandon's side. I was actually really confused up until the point that, like, Brenda was talking about how Jim got chewed out after that meeting, and then he and Cindy were talking about it, and she heard him say that he was so proud of Brandon, and I was like, oh, we're supposed to be on Brandon's side. I don't know how in the world. Nope. Yeah. I like, did. big old nope. Yeah. He's, like, so wrong, and they're trying to sell it that it's for the right reasons, mm-hmm. but it's not for the right reasons. Well, and also, like, even if, let's just say, we could actually understand what he was saying, you get so distracted by how disrespectful, rude, and yelly he is about everything. Like, this homeboy is a child. He is a child. Yeah. And he, the way he talks to Jim and yells at him, I'm like... The way he talks to everyone. Yeah, but especially adults. Like, he is a child talking like this to adults. And I am all on board with children bringing up excellent points and be, having an educated discussion with Yeah, if you have parents, a good point and you want to, you know, get these out... Yeah, like, just because you're an adult doesn't mean you're right. 
However, if you're just yelling all the time and raising your voice and being just rude to people, you're never going to be taken seriously. No. And I think that's why I can't actually consider and listen to what Brandon says ever because it's so filled with rage and yeah. anger. And I'm just like, nope, I'm not listening to you. I don't want to. Yeah. Like, just, I don't even want your point to be right. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I just don't want, I need you to go, like, take a walk, yeah. come back. He needs to take a lap. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but, like, and he just says stupid shit all the time. Yeah, he does. Like, when they're at the preliminary teen advisory board meeting. <laughs> PTA, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> but he's, like, he's talking to Marcy, and he's, like, how come your dad cares what a bunch of teenagers think about a shopping mall? And I was, like, Brandon. That's the stupidest question I've ever heard in my life. It's like you're literally the target audience. Who goes to shopping malls? Yeah. What is demographic research? <laughs> yeah. And oh. he says it like he's so smart. And he's like, why does your dad want to do this? Mm-hmm. And Marcy's like, because I told him to, because I understand demographic research. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the MBA program at the Sorbonne? <laughs> yeah. That's where I go, Brandon. Exactly. Also, he calls himself the token male. He Literally, he calls himself, well, I am the token male. In what world? Yeah. Are you the token male? No, absolutely not. Ugh. No, I... Ugh. Yeah. Like, why? Mm. Why well, would then, anyone want him on the advisory board? He's the one that's going to sit there and be like, malls are dumb. I don't go to malls. Exactly. He's going to be like, dancing, malls, not for me. And then make it a point the entire rest of the show to say he does like malls. And then he wanted <laughs> them to put an ice skating rink in the mall. <laughs> like, what the fuck, Brandon? That is so impractical. That's so Texas, though. There is, is a mall it? in Texas with a skating rink in it. What? Yeah. It just feels so impractical. Yeah, it does. Like, also, that mall in Texas, sorry, this is so no, off yeah. topic. It's all one level because Texas is just so big and flat. Oh, like, there's yes. no upstairs. Interesting. So it's like real long like a mile like it's so huge (laughs) but like even when they go later and they see that super like high techy mall reveal or whatever (laughs) i was like what the fuck is this mall yeah because you walk in and then you immediately have to go up two flights of stairs to get to the mall Mm -hmm. why would the ice skating rink be at the top under all of the skylights it's gonna melt (laughs) well and like it's heavy so why would you not put it on the bottom floor where it's cold? Yeah. It didn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, well, and and also even like before we even got to the ice skating rink, like literally Brenda and Brandon are talking to their friends or whatever about doing the survey. Mm-hmm. And Brenda is, first of all, smarter than Brandon because he she immediately went to Donna. And he goes to Andrea. Yes. yes I wrote that down. I was like... I love Andrea. I'm so glad that she's sitting there being mm-hmm. like, well, did they think about all of the people they're disposing by, you know, doing all of this stuff? Exactly. Have they considered the homeless problem in LA? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the carbon footprint. Yeah, like Brenda goes to Donna and Kelly, who are perfect to actually give feedback about what, what should go in the mall. Andrea is also perfect because she's bringing up questions that probably people haven't thought of, or if they have thought of it, they're they don't think anyone else would think of it Mm. but the problem is is brandon is just like well you just fill it out like just just do it he's like i don't care about your environmental impact i just want to know if you want a hot topic or an abercrombie right hollister's all around right (laughs) (laughs) all of it it's not a mall without it exactly and basically also i love that steve essentially wants what malls are today like, he wants an arcade, he wants the coffee bar, he wants, like, a movie theater. I love that they're like, what's a VR arcade? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was kind of funny and just, like, a little before its time or ahead of its time. No, I thought it was really cute that everyone was like, I want this and I want this and I want a coffee bar. Mm-hmm. I want high-class fashion at bargain basement prices <laughs> and a coffee bar. And I wrote, like... Also a coffee bar because, duh, what is a mall without a Starbucks kiosk? (laughs) Yeah, you got to stop. You got to get your weird-ass Frappuccino. And then you got to walk around and look at all the stuff you can't afford to buy. Exactly. Like Perfect. That's what a mall is. (laughs) Yeah. That's when, like, I can tell you where the Starbucks is in every single one of the malls that I would go to because that's the door I would walk into Mm -hmm. first so I could get to my Starbucks. That's right. Occasionally the Tivana, depending on how I was feeling. Hmm. I miss Tivana so much. I was thinking about it this whole time I've been sick. I was like, man, you know, it would be great. 
Just someone handing me this big-ass tea. Like, I remember when they would actually sell cups of tea instead of just Mm -hmm. tea. Mm -hmm. I miss it. I miss it so much. And it was right across the way from work, so we could just, like, hop over there and then come right back. It was the best. It was so good. Sometimes I miss you 2006. (laughs) (laughs) What year is it? No, I think it was 2006. Because we had cars at that point. Maybe 2007? Yeah, 2007. 2007. I didn't get my license till I was 17, like Brenda. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) But I only failed once. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, we didn't have, like, the closest mall in growing up where I grew up was, like, the mall you don't go to Mm. because it was not a safe mall. And then the next closest mall was, like, Linux. Damn. Yeah. Because I was in, like, the suburbs, like, like far yeah. down, like, 30 miles from Atlanta. So I didn't go to many malls. If, uh, if we went to a mall, it was, like, me and my mom, a full Saturday, because it was so far away. No. Oh, God. I worked in the mall. Mm-hmm. I had, like, three malls near me. No. I remember, yeah. though, like, I think it was the first holiday season that I worked at Build-A-Bear when, like, people were starting to get robbed going to the parking deck, and I was, like... Malls aren't safe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I do remember having to walk out as a group now. Yeah. Like, we weren't allowed to leave on our own. We all had to walk together. Yeah. Wow. I also remember like going to your car and sitting in it and listening to CDs while we waited for my dad to pick me up when they wouldn't let me use the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Thank oh God. And so high school. <laughs> I need a new car. Yeah. We'll just get Ugh. Brandon on it. He'll get you a new car somehow, oh some way. I don't trust Brandon anywhere near cars or shopping malls or <laughs> businesses. People. I feel like Brandon's steps to getting a new car is get a job at a diner and yell at your dad. <laughs> <laughs> step one. Step two. Step three? It's like question profit. mark, question mark, question mark, <laughs> profit. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Okay. Well, yeah, because so, like things just work out for him because oh, Marcy shows up at the school yeah. after they've been filling out all these surveys and she's like, Oh yeah, I've been to this place and this place and this place and Beverly Hills High School because that's another high school we know about. Mm-hmm. And now here's my last stop. And they like give her all these giant pieces of paper and she's like, To thank you, would you like to come to a frat party? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're all like, Uh huh, yeah. I, w- I would. Except, I really would. Except Dylan. He's like, oh, no, thank you. Yeah, you know I'm not about that life. <laughs> and he's still going to go. Like, yeah, he still goes. Obviously, because Brenda wants him there. I know. That's the Dilda. thing. Dilda or Dylan. <laughs> Dylan is so confident in who he is. And he's like always like, if he doesn't want to do something, he just doesn't do it and doesn't care what anyone else thinks. And if he does want to do it, he does it and he doesn't feel ashamed of it. But if Brenda wants him to do it, he'll still do it. So it's super sweet and cute, and I don't ever want them to break up. I know. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. It's going to (laughs) happen. But anyway, yeah. So he doesn't want to go. And also, Kelly was, like, all obsessed with the fact that it was Trigam. Mm -hmm. And I was like, is that a real sorority? So I I looked it up. Well, there is a chapter at University of South Florida, but I couldn't find it because, like, I think Kelly said, like, the best of the West or something like that. Yeah. And I couldn't really find anything about it being on the West Coast, so... So there you go. There's that. But at USF, it's there. All right. But the joke for at UGA for um, Tri-Delta was Tri-Delta. Everyone else has. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. um... Yeah, she invites them all. (laughs) And Kelly gets like super excited. And they're like, oh, well, should we tell Brandon? And Marcy's like, no, I'm going to invite him. Oh, my God. Why is she obsessed with him already? He's five foot tall. He's a child. <laughs> She's <laughs> literally taller than him with her hair. I know. I know. Her but hair they've so made big. his hair <laughs> really tall so these oh days, too. Yeah, true. They keep just quaffing it up there. <laughs> I miss his mullet. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I kind of do, too. I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't be mad if he had the mullet. Yeah, but no, I don't understand why she's so obsessed with him. Because, like, he's a child and she is... A rich architect. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It makes no sense. She's like a prodigy in architecture and taking over her dad's business. And there's Brandon, a bad <laughs> investigative journalist. 
<laughs> it just seems so weird to me that we're supposed to believe that Brandon is so irresistible. She's in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> True, though. True. She's so much more sophisticated. And yeah. then, yes, then they go to the peach pit. Mm-hmm. And we learned that Nat was looking at pictures of his dad with all the famous people that used to come in. Mm-hmm. His name was Sal? Yeah, his yeah. name was Sal, and he knew all of these, like, you know, famous people that used to come in. I don't remember any of their names. Natalie Wood, Steve McQueen. Natalie Wood. Yeah, Natalie Wood. Another Gilmore Girls reference for you. <laughs> yeah, I know they mentioned Marilyn, but they mentioned her mm-hmm. a lot later because she do. switched from French fries to cottage cheese, mm-hmm. and that's how you knew she had a major role. Yep. Classic. Okay. <laughs> um, Noted. <laughs> yeah, right? Got it. Taken seriously and have a big roll cottage cheese. <laughs> all right, so we're all going to switch to cottage cheese, and then we're going to become famous podcasters. Perfect. I'm down. I fucking love cottage I cheese. Know, right? I was like, that's fine with me. Can I also have the french fries? I don't love the consistency, so I'll eat the french fries. <laughs> don't worry. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> Actually, I feel like cottage cheese and french fries wouldn't be that far off from poutine if you added gravy. I mean, you're right. It's yeah. just tiny yeah, cheese it's curds. curds. Yeah. Hmm. And that would be, I do like putting a little bit of salt into my cottage cheese. Hmm. Um, I've I, never done that. I like it. I do, I'll do cottage cheese and then I'll cut up like cucumber and put salt in it. Genius. It's delicious. <laughs> oh my God. I like either eat it plain or with like canned peaches. I do those too. I love, I, I love cottage cheese. I think it's delicious. Do y'all remember when Wendy's had a salad bar? Yes. So yes. my favorite thing <laughs> from Wendy's salad bar in the 90s when I was a kid is just a bowl full of cottage cheese and they had this strawberry and banana mixture that Ooh. was just like... Wait, was it like the gelatin-y? Um, it was just like strawberries and bananas and syrup. Okay. And I would just okay, put yeah. that on my cottage cheese and huh. that would be my meal. And it was my favorite thing ever. Interesting. That sounds really good. It Except so for the bananas because I don't like bananas. You but like I do the strawberries. It was mm-hmm. super huh. sugary, but oh my God. <laughs> R.I.P. Wendy salad bar. <laughs> Forever in my heart. Also, I heard you say delicious earlier. How have we not put two and two together that Dylan and delicious? Ooh. Literally, everything could be delicious with dylan that's beautiful and i can't believe we haven't thought of that before i'm just thinking of like the forehead wrinkles and just delicious delicious just stroke that scar (laughs) you want to know how i got these scars i went through a windshield oh on valentine's day i was gonna say he was too tasty (laughs) that would have been better Anyway, the mall pitch. Yes. My how far we've come. (laughs) It it had a very like 1985 and that like Apple commercial vibe to me. It also had a vibe of the screensaver on the old computers. (laughs) That was the maze. Yes. That's immediately what I thought. I just love that they like pan down the line of people and everyone is just in awe of this shopping mall. Yeah. And like Jim's sitting there in his little like Wall Street suit and he's like, we got him, man. We got him, Art, whatever your name is. Yeah. What was his name? Samson. Nope. Nope. John. I forget. (laughs) I didn't write down anyone's names because I just, I hate them. (laughs) I assumed he was the St. Clair guy for the longest time, but that was not him. Oh, right. That was like his, no, I think it is Art. Did you say Art? No, it was Art. Okay. Yeah. Art Lewis, Art. He was the Art Art Vandalay. (laughs) Arthur Reed. Artist. (laughs) Artur. Art Peters. Um, But yeah, like. Jim and him are sitting there, and they're, like, patting themselves on the back of, like, we really did it, man. We created a shopping mall yeah. <laughs> in Beverly Hills. Like, y'all built a glass building in The Sims. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go afterwards, and they've got, like, yeah, the little setup of it where Brandon's like, did you see this? Did you see, did you see the, the skating rink oh, right there? Oh, even got my ice rink in there. Yeah. That wasn't just your idea, Brandon. <laughs> Other people want it too. Also, like, did he? We still didn't get confirmation if he actually filled out the survey because he said he didn't want to. I mean, he must have because he always says he doesn't want to do something, and he's like, "I'm just doing this because my dad asked me to." Right. And also, make him girl. love me. 
Well, <laughs> that's, that's like how he flirts with the girls. He's like, well, my dad asked me to do this thing, <laughs> so, you I know. don't really care about it, but I'm a good boy. It's Ugh. me, a devoted son. That's what makes girls want to bang. I'm a daddy's boy. And then they're like, <laughs> hi, daddy's boy. <laughs> oh, my God. This just makes what he tells her later, like, so potent. Oh, yes. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. You're so right. Oh, my God. You're so right. Oh, I can't even comprehend it right now. Oh, we have to get there. Okay, okay. so real quick, <laughs> Brandon interrupts like a little tiny whiny baby. <laughs> and it did not like, it. he says it can't wait. And now he's realizing, the beach pit, you're you're demolishing 5th and, and uh, whatever street. Yeah, he he's says. like, this is going to cover 7th through 12th street. Yeah, and he's like, that's where the beach pit is. And Jim's like, how would I know that? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, why I would don't I put that together? Interest. Yeah, and... Also, this could have waited. It's not like they're demolishing the peach pit tomorrow. Well, and that's like, I was like, how do you pitch a mall without like knowing that you can tear everything else Yeah, down? like getting zoning and like permits and understanding the ownership of the buildings. And yeah, there's like well, a lot more. Well, I think everyone would know about this because don't they put up those little hearing signs? They do. To yeah, say yeah, like, yeah. hey, there's going to be a public hearing to know about a new mall coming in. Like mm-hmm. those tea splashed signs or yes. whatever. Yeah. Like or we're going like, to change stuff so... Come talk to us. Yeah, about or it. like we've had, we were annexed into Brookhaven, and so we had like those blue signs out that were saying like, "Come to the city council meeting on blah 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 if you want your voice to be heard about the annexation." Yeah. Meanwhile, Brandon is like, "You're gonna kill Nat tomorrow." Yeah. You can't demolish while he's still in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What if he just marched right to the peach pit from here with a bunch of chains and was just like, "I'm protecting you, Nat." <laughs> Like he chains, he handcuffs himself to the door. <laughs> He's like, not on my watch. <laughs> if you want to demolish the beach bed, you have to go through me. <laughs> like, can you imagine? He would so do that. Like, this is the bonus content that would exist in 2020 that didn't in 1992. This would be like the extra. The scenes would, that get chopped on the floor. We would get the scene of him like driving to Home Depot to pull the chains. And it's just like, you're going to take the peach bit down, not on my watch. <laughs> yeah. You got to go through me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that doesn't happen. But, and the, my thing was like, yeah, I don't want the peach pit to be knocked down either. But like. Brandon didn't need to interrupt these conversations. Well, he, he doesn't, doesn't know what story. he's talking about. Yeah, he like, doesn't know anything. He saw an address mm-hmm. and then just went with it. Yep. He took and ran. Like, not like, hey, Dad, can we talk about this? Uh, can I see what the plan? Like, do you have any idea what they're going to do about the business owners that are already there or business leasers? Yeah, he literally could have asked a million questions before just being like, He's an investigative journalist. You're that's what he's evil. supposed to do. Yeah, right? That's like, what he's supposed to do. Mm, that's why he's a bad one. And that's why Andrea should have been on the case. Oh, my God. Andrea on the case would have, like, cracked this in five seconds. And she would have been like, no, it's all fine. Yeah. They <laughs> haven't me. secured their funding. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, trust me. The deal's not going to go through. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but then we wouldn't have this episode. So thank <laughs> God. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then after that. They're was- at the Walsh house, I think. Are they at the Walsh house? Oh, because I have Brendan calling out Brandon about not wanting to go to a party with a girl he likes because he has to stand up for his morals. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not. Mm-hmm. Brandon Brandon would want both. Right. Yeah, because like, this is like when Brandon's like yelling at Jim when he's like, how could you not tell me about this? It's like, because you're a child and it has nothing to do with you and you don't know anything about this, so why also, would I tell you? Also, confidentiality agreements. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Brandon so thinks he's entitled to everything. Yeah. And, yeah, like, Brenda calls him out on it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't just, like, have these high morals and just do whatever you want and whatever. Mm-hmm. And she wants to go to this party. And he's like, well, you know what? I'm going to go to that party, too. And I'm not wearing blue. Yeah. Like, of Idiot. course you fucking are. I know. You're so dumb. Brandon, he l- he's just like, what's the opposite of blue? Red. Red. <laughs> he looks ridiculous, he too. Looks so fucking dumb. <laughs> Isn't the opposite of blue orange? Yes. Yes. Oh, man. He would have looked even worse. Orange, orange huh? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite color. And fruit. <laughs> <laughs> That'll never get old. He'll never get old. 
But yeah, he shows up. And then also reminder to anyone who forgot, Brandon hates dancing. I know. I was like, of course Brandon showed up in red. Ass. Mm -hmm. God. And then I went, he made a comment about dancing. Weird. No one said anything. And he goes, I bet you're going to want me to dance too, huh? And then she shocks everyone and is like, you know, I don't really like dancing either. And then he's like, soulmate, 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 soulmate. You said what now? (laughs) We don't have to dance. Did you see the guy that like entered, like welcomed them in? He's been like in a million things. He's in everything. He was the laugher in one of my favorite underrated movies called American Ultra. And he's in like a new show on CBS called The Unicorn. I think he's in Justified. He is in Justified. He's like one of the main characters, I think, in Justified. Yeah. I mean, he's been in like a million he's things. In everything. Yeah. And I like saw him. I was like. I immediately knew who it was, too. Oh, yeah. No, like, I didn't know his name, but like I knew his face. Well, his name is Walter Goggins. Never would have guessed that. I know, right? <laughs> what a name. I would have guessed like Bruce. He seems like a Bruce. I could see a Bruce. Or like a Dennis. Like a. Alan? <laughs> Basic name that's not yeah. common, but like a dad name. George. Yeah, George. Ooh, George Fitz. would be real good. I like George. George Fitz. All right, his name is George. All right, George Walter Goggins. Goggins, got it. The only thing I have to say about him is his face made me really uncomfortable. Yeah, he's I could not understand face. what was going on with his like accent or whatever he mm, was doing. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it doesn't really matter because your career took off. So yeah, exactly. Good for you, man. You, you made clearly know what you were doing. Yeah, you caught those marshmallows from Donna. <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. Amazing. Well, when you can't drink, I guess <laughs> this is how you have a party. True. These people need to invest in board games. Yeah, no kidding. Um, also, I love that that's how they made it like an alcohol-free party so that Brandon couldn't also be like, well, I don't drink and right. I don't dance, so I don't go to parties. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Thank God for that. Oh, my God. But we also get cute Kelly and Steve dancing, and they're being no. cute and adorable. And then we get Dylan and Brenda walking around, and Dylan was like, did you see that big uh, mm-hmm. building that said the McKay Library back there? That's the McKay Library. <laughs> yeah. The McKay. My last name is McKay. <laughs> uh, uh, did you put it together? Mm-hmm. She's like, your dad donated money and that's why you don't want to go. Like, I don't yeah, totally I understand his mm-hmm. argument of like, my dad donated money to a ton of universities to force goodwill for himself. Therefore, I'm not going to college. Yeah. Like I would almost be like, hate the player, not the game in this situation. Because it seems silly to hate a college for his dad trying to like get ahead just by donating money. And it's the institution of college. Mm-hmm. It's not even just that he doesn't want to go to UCLA. It's like right. he doesn't want to go anywhere. Any college. Like college is ruined for him. Because his dad has an honorary degree. Yeah. Like it, mm. it's like well, shouldn't that make you almost want to go to college more on your own merit and like, you know, take out loans or whatever, like not use your dad's money to go to college and prove I'm wrong or something? Yeah. Well, and I thought at the beginning of the show when we first are introduced to him, like he's real deep. He reads poetry Mm -hmm. and like he knows school stuff. Yeah, for sure. And like lately, yeah, I mean, his opinion has changed and he's like, I don't really want to study. I don't really want to go to college. Like I totally get all of that. But Mm -hmm. I just thought it was really interesting. I was like, wait a minute, you read poetry in like the first episode. Yeah. You're like the broody boy. Yeah. Well, now he's broody no college boy. Mm. So. That's okay. I mean, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. It was just a weird thing to like throw into this episode. That's true. Yeah, it wasn't necessary. Well, and that's like, I guess that's probably the only thing that might have consequences going forward. Right. Mm -hmm. So we found something. We found something. We found one thing. This episode had one purpose. But yeah, then we're back to Brandon. (sighs) <sighs> and, and then, this is where we get the daddy's boy. <laughs> yeah, because they like go upstairs or to another yeah. building. And this is where she keeps all of her <laughs> tiny buildings. Yeah. And she's like, this is the first one that I made. This is the Sims before the Sims was a thing. <laughs> she just has her little buildings and is like, where's all my people? There's she's my just people. really into miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they watched this and they were like, Sim City. We can make a simulated city on with all of these little things. Yeah. But yeah, um, then he starts like eating her face. 
Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, but Brand- maybe I mean I'm obviously biased because I don't like I mean, Brandon. But his kissing looks real gross. I so the more I think about it, the more I think like this is just teenager kissing. Like when you're a teenager, you don't know what you're doing, and I guess like. Brandon thinks he's so great that he has never bothered to learn how to close his mouth. <laughs> so he just latches. He, like, didn't line his face up correctly with no. her. No, I've stopped watching him kiss people. Like, it was like, almost like they linked their teeth together. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it gets, like, a little too much into the nose area. And I'm just like, stop. It's, like, it's... <laughs> grabbing onto everything you, it's like he can't find the lips he's a little <laughs> leech yeah you can't see it but caitlin is just grabbing her face <laughs> that's how brandon kisses with his lips he grabs with his missing lips. <laughs> yeah and then after they're done kissing she goes my dad's gonna like you oh god and Ugh. he's just like <gasps> wait <laughs> he's like just does that matter? Yeah. Like, yeah. Does that matter? Y'all, it has been less than one date. <laughs> and the reason he says, does that matter, is because he's mad about the peach pit, not because right. of dad's. Right. <laughs> right. Like, he's not being cool or anything. No. He's just like, well, I already hate your father. How does that make you feel? <laughs> yeah. Gross. And then they go to the peach pit. And then they go to the peach pit. And that's where I saw a boom mic. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. I saw it too. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he like, they go to the peach pit and he's like, all right, you got your bun and then you got a patty and then you got cheese and then you got toppings and then you got a bun and that's a burger. <laughs> I've never heard someone mansplain a burger before, but leave it to Brandon. God. And then, yeah, she takes that tiny little bite and she's like, well, this is really good. Yeah. She, like... If you look at the burger, it doesn't actually look like she bit anything. Yeah, she had like a teeny bit of the bun. Yeah. Also, it's like bigger than her face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's a huge burger. And then Nat comes over and is like, you know, Marilyn Monroe taught me about Swiss cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Like, cool. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this is just a lot of like name dropping for the sake of name dropping. Mm -hmm. Because even then, Brandon's like, tell her about more of the people that used to come in here. (laughs) Natalie Wood. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Natalie would. I just remembered, like, in the opening scene, like, there was just a montage of all of the pictures yeah. on the wall. Yeah. And one of them, I'm pretty sure, was from Walt Disney. Yes, it was. Yeah. I was like, why the fuck does Walt Disney come to here? Just yeah. Like, Follow your dreams, Sal. <laughs> Love Walt. <laughs> it's like, how do you get away with this shit? Just Walt Disney was dead. No one could say anything. True. But yeah, and then, you know, they're talking and talking and, like, Brandon eventually reveals that, like, well, you better like that sandwich while you have it because mm-hmm. you're about to tear this place down and Nat's not going to have a place to work anymore. And she's just like, bitch, what the fuck? Yeah, she's like, oh, okay, so you brought me here to make me feel guilty about my dad's building and me making millions of dollars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, well, I thought, you know, if I made you feel bad, that <laughs> you change a, your mind, you completely. love me, yeah, and then B, you change your mind, and she's just like, that's not how th- that's not how any of this works. That's the thing is like, all of this would have been different had Brandon actually known what he was talking about, and because he's a child and doesn't, it just messes everything up. Well, and yeah, now it makes him look like a child. Mm-hmm. It makes him look like a dick. It put her in a bat, like it ruined her night. Yeah, and he's like super passive aggressive about it too, which makes it because he even still worse. thinks he's in the right. Exactly, he's like, "Well, I'm never going to talk to you again because I'm right and you're wrong." Mm-hmm. And like that's it. Well, and she even owns him and is just like, "Brandon, the real world doesn't work that way." And I'm like, "Yes, somebody tell him." But he's like, "But we kissed, and I'm a man, so you <laughs> listen to me." Yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> that's it. Like. I can hear those words coming out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And like literally none of it matters. Because, yeah, she's like, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. And then she leaves. And then he goes home. And then he comes back to work the next morning. Yeah. And everything's still there. Right. Because Nat's in a suit. And he's, like, telling Brandon about the developers. Like, he's basically now knowing. Yeah, because now Nat knows. Mm-hmm. He got that letter. Or and he's, like, you know, super bummed, reasonably, because... You know, everything's yeah. been really hard. He just renovated this whole place. This right. is where, like, he grew up with his dad. You know, all of that totally makes sense. 
But, like, this is also probably the part where Nat was thinking, like, well, maybe it is time for me to move on and do something mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. Brandon totally misses that part. Right. And this is really where you learn, okay, Nat doesn't own the building, so he really can't fight because he doesn't have money, the resources, he doesn't own the building, all that. So it's almost like there, there's really nothing he can do. Even in, like, even if Brandon, even if Nat wanted to save the Peach Pit, which, honestly, it doesn't really sound like he wants That's to it just it sounds like he's nostalgic really about like it he wants to yeah like he just seems like he's reminiscing about the business and how he like you said how he grew up with his dad and like all this stuff not that he's like i have to do everything in my power to preserve this yeah. he's just like wow this is this is big this is just a big moment in his life yeah this is the change in my life i'm gonna mm-hmm. go buy a boat <laughs> yeah so again brandon assuming he's right and just taking something and running with it yeah, and then Brandon shows up to the, like, council meeting or town meeting or hearing or whatever mm-hmm. later, still in the red jacket. And that's where yeah, he still meets in the red jacket. Dixon Sinclair. Dixon. Who has been in everything. Oh, yeah. He was so cute. I was like, what do I know you from? And then I figured it out, and it was Boy Meets World. But I yeah. can't remember what episode it was. He was in the Honeymooners episode when uh, Corey and Topanga go on their honeymoon and they meet the elderly couple, yes. and they decide to stay and make coconut heads. Yes. And Eric follows them. That's right. Oh, my gosh. And, he, and Eric's wearing the black suit with the lizard on his head. And he's like, it's hot. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's in so much. He was also the principal in Heather's. He was Robert Dunder in The Office. Oh, that's, dang. Okay. That's where and I And Dunder Mifflin okay. Infinity. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Um, and then he was Sarah's dad in all of the Land Before Time movies. Oh. Wow. He he's does a, have a great voice. He's also been in, like, 500 episodes of, like, General Hospital or oh something. Oh, my gosh. Wow, yeah. Like, literally, he does everything. Yeah, I like him. He's got, like, a sweet kind of calming voice. I did, like, no research on him at all, but he reminded me, like, just his character, not the actor or anything, but his white hair reminded me of Mr. Potter in um, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. Just like, the bad businessman. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I that's what they it. were going for. Maybe. Because, like, he's supposed to be bad businessman, right? Mm-hmm. Except he didn't act like a dick. No. Well, that's the thing. No, Brandon just acts like a dick to him because he shows up. And they're like, oh, yeah, Brandon really likes history. And he's like, oh, you know, let me know. Let's talk. I'm mm-hmm. a history guy. And Brandon's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Literally. Just, yeah. And he's just a rude little boy. Mm-hmm. And Jim, a child. Yeah. And so Jim's like, come on, we got to go talk. And then they start yelling in the most echoey <laughs> hallway I have ever seen in my life. That made me think of like a state the state building or like a um courthouse like or something yeah. yeah because of like the marble floors and then tall mm-hmm. ceilings and everything just echoes oh my god it was so echoey, so echoey. just arguing in a mezzanine and i'm just <laughs> yes. like who is gonna hear this and come up and interrupt like that's what i was yeah, waiting it was for like everyone can hear you you're gonna walk back in there and everyone's just gonna be like jim that was the most unprofessional thing i've ever heard in my life well and the problem is though is that it's all brought on by brandon because he's yelling at people for no reason and jim is like brandon get off your soapbox like you don't know everything it. exactly and brandon's just like yes i do yeah oh my god like i'm sorry but the walsh Cindy and Jim, they need to get a hold of their son. I, and the thing is, they don't. I know. They because, never do. Because, yeah, like, so after this, you, you know, find out later when he's talking to Brenda that Jim got chewed out by his business partners mm-hmm. after the meeting. And then he goes home and talks to Cindy and she overhears them arguing. And Brandon's like, well, I bet he's pretty mad at me, isn't he? And Brenda's like, no, he's actually really proud of you because you're amazing and you did what grandpa would do and everybody loves you. And I was like, the fuck? Yeah, like his his behavior is actually rewarded. Yeah. No, he... Because he's like grandpa. Which, like, like, what? That doesn't mean grandpa was right either. I want to know which grandpa, if it's Jim's, Jim's dad, dad or Cindy's dad. Oh, it's definitely Jim's dad, it's and Jim has a complex dad. as well. Yeah. That he has passed down. Daddy's boy. <laughs> Granddaddy's boy. Granddaddy's boy. Daddy's daddy's boy. <laughs> daddy's daddy's boy. Daddy's boy. God. And then, like... Oh, then he yeah. goes to see Nat, and he's, like, pissed at Nat. Yeah, he was so mad at Nat, because, yeah, then doesn't Nat say that, like, that's Wait, when he so says he's, he wants to, like, travel the world. 
Was this before or after he goes to school and Andrea's like... Oh, it's it's that's after. Because at the school, that's when you start seeing all the other kids making the signs and actually doing stuff the right yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then David's like, oh, I'm going to, you know broadcast from there and Andrea is calling the newspaper and mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff rather than just like running around and yelling at old people exactly like this is like how you make people notice you yeah not just yelling at everyone because you think something is wrong yeah god yeah and then he he goes to the peach pit and he's talking to Nat and Nat like sends them all away from doing the press conference because he's like they made me a really good offer mm -hmm. like I'm gonna go buy a boat and maybe after you graduate high school you can come on that boat with me, which was weird. Yeah, that was weird. Like, that's maybe a little inappropriate. And, like, <laughs> again, rewarding Brandon for his behavior. He's like, you've yelled at me a lot, and I feel really bad. Do you want a boat? <laughs> yeah, do you want to, like, take a man trip <laughs> down to the Keys? <laughs> I really hope Nat's motive was to just throw Brandon overboard. <laughs> <laughs> we can go out to the deep sea. Oh, no one will know. You can be my first mate. <laughs> Crime is legal there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then Jim goes to see Nat, yeah? Yeah, because he's, like, picking up food for dinner or, like, a pie or something. And Nat won't let him pay, but is like, but could you maybe look at some contracts for me? And I'm like, isn't that a contra conflict of interest? That's what I said, too. I was like, okay. I think this is weird. Yeah, I don't think that's allowed. But, like okay yeah and then jim finds out they lowballed him for a business he doesn't own yeah so like I'm technically he's not supposed to be getting money at all right like i don't i i mean i, I don't guess, know enough about it i don't know enough about it but yeah like jim sees it and then immediately calls his partners and is like you lowballed this man and they're yeah. like he took the first offer we gave him that's not our fault and it's not like if no. somebody takes the offer it's not that's why you always negotiate. Well, it's business. Yeah. Nobody owes Nat anything. Mm -hmm. Nat probably saw it and was like, that's boat money. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. I found a boat that costs exactly that. <laughs> Deal. And okay. So another thing just in like looking at this from a business perspective, like Nat doesn't own this building. I don't understand why, like how you could really buy someone out of a lease because basically you would just have to stop paying yeah yeah your rent yeah and they wouldn't buy his business from him no so yeah. why are they offering him anything exactly I have no idea i think you're right though if like they were trying to buy the peach pit like the that name and the brand and the business itself yeah that would be totally different that would be where they would give nap the settlement or whatever it was but if they're just trying to buy the building then they don't talk to him. No, yeah. they and talk to the landlord, and yes. the landlord gets to choose whether or not he's willing to sell. Exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. It's like they just gave it to Nat because they forgot how business works. <laughs> yeah. Writers. We can't get in touch with them. So we're just going to talk to you. Yeah. These writers just clearly don't have a business background and didn't do much research. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, research is hard. I don't do research. I still feel like I know more than them sometimes. <laughs> Just, um, I work in a business that helps people buy and sell businesses. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, this is all wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. You know, we have a professional. And then um, honestly, uh, nothing. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> yes. But then honestly, nothing else really happens. Basically, Jim and Brandon talk about how the deal fell through. Well, yeah, because Nat says that he gets the offer and then Brandon starts getting all pissy at him and yep. is like, how dare you not let me help you? And you yep. just want to go on a boat trip. Like, whatever. And then yeah, he says, I think he says this to Jim later. He says, you, Nat, St. Clair, you're all the same. And is like, adults? Yeah, <laughs> literally, yeah, Jim literally was like, yeah, we are the same. And didn't really explain it. But it's like, I wonder if he literally thought like, you mean by calling us men and adults? Like, mm -hmm, yep, we're the same. People who actually work in business. Yeah. People that read contracts and have to think about their futures. People who have to provide for their families. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think we are the same. You summed it up, Brandon. And <laughs> you then cracked it. Well, and then, like, I think this is when Brandon leaves and Cindy's like, poor Brandon. Oh, yeah. Like, what the like, fuck, poor Cindy? Brandon. And then she's like, 
well, he lost a hero today. And Jim's like, well, I tried my hardest. And she's like, not you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's be real. Jim has never been Brandon's hero. He's just been big guy. Well, and he's been like, yeah, he's been the thing that just makes Brandon feel bad about himself. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, I have to work. I have to do this. I have to be angry. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's not idol worship. That's just fear. I don't know. But like, yeah, then, um, oh, so I think then is when Jim goes to the peach pit and yeah. sees Nat and then finds the thing and then his partners are like, "We, you've, you've been checking your messages? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't have cell phones? Right. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's like, no, I haven't been home where my answering machine lives. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes back to the office where he finds out that the deal didn't go through and he says, my favorite line, they never listen to the bean counters. I wrote that down too because I was like, huh? Because I hadn't heard bean counters before. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's Aww. an accountant. Oh. Yeah. Why? Because they, the the, they count all the beans. The beans. Yeah, they, literal beans? Yes, literal. I count beans all day. <laughs> <laughs> I get to work. They hand me the bag of beans. So you'd be really good at those games that's like, guess how many gumballs are in this jar? You're like, oh, that looks like about 3,000 beans. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you have to convert beans to gumballs. <laughs> I wish that's what accounting was, just guessing how many beans are in a jar <laughs> and then counting to see if you're right. <laughs> Thus, accounting. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, but um <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> I have um You didn't even have white claws. <laughs> <laughs> I Yet. have I have yeah. a former colleague that started her own um bookkeeping business bean and keeping. bean keeping, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um but she like went to conferences and stuff and handed out little bags of espresso beans <gasps> and her slogan was not your average bean counter so it was like so That's perfect cute. amazing it was, so, it was awesome. oh my goodness i love that now that i know accounts count beans that makes a lot of sense <laughs> <laughs> no i was so excited i was like they never listen to the bean counters that's right jim <laughs> so funny i guess they don't why but why like why would you not listen to why would counter? you not you should yeah. if, that's their job yeah if beans. they're like well we need all this money and he's like well that money doesn't look like it's coming into this pocket right why right would you listen I, that's what that's what he does we don't like yeah whatever we pay you to not listen to you yeah right? exactly like, they're like no no mm-hmm. i know this mm-hmm and they're like, but do you? And he's like, I know this. But they don't. And then they the deal falls through and literally nothing happens. But nobody's told Nat yet because Nat doesn't need to know right now. <laughs> yeah. It makes no difference. Right. But like Brandon comes in and I like literally- plays him. Oh, my God. Oh, but before that, he goes and apologizes to Jim's colleague or whatever and runs into Marcy again. Like, and I've forgotten this. I yeah, say, I didn't write any of this down. Oh, because that's when he's just like, You're such a daddy's girl, and you don't even care about people. I don't even remember the scene at all. I Did like, I block it out? I blocked it out. Was there a oh, Hulu well, commercial? <laughs> that's why I brought it up like that Brandon is such a daddy's boy oh, and then goes oh, in as such a hypocrite. Mm. And it's just like, You're so far up daddy's ass, you don't even give a fuck about people. <laughs> And then, and then he goes and doesn't give a fuck about Nat and is a dick. Yeah, yeah. he plays him. Yeah, because he, like, comes in and he's just like, we'll start stealing all your shit. You yeah. know, you can get rid of all of your memories. That's totally fine. Whatever. And then Nat's, like, sobbing. Yeah. Brandon, I'm just, I'm really, I'm really sorry. And I hope we be friends. <laughs> and I like my menus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, like, trying to sell the menu. This is a collector's item. To who? Yeah. Like, in what way? <laughs> but he's so mean to Nat. And then he's just like, oh, by the way, that boat you probably are already thinking about buying. Yeah, you started financing it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're not buying that boat. Everyone, come in. And it's after hours. And Nat has finished closing up. And now everyone is back in here. I think he literally joked, like, what do you think I'm going to do? Start cooking for all you guys? And then, of course, he And asked then they're Lily, like, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Feed me. And then he's like, Willie, fire up the grill. Also, is Willie the only cook? Because poor Willie. Right? 
Poor Willie. Like 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. Yeah. Seven days a week. That's what I'm saying. Like, oof. And apparently hasn't gotten a raise in the in five, five years. years that he's worked there. No. It was ridiculous. And then, yeah, everyone cheers and the peach pit is saved? saved? Question mark? Saved from Brandon. <laughs> no, because he still works there. <laughs> saved um, he will play air hockey with cups <laughs> on the counter again. And live to play another game. Yeah, so um, this episode was dumb. This episode was so dumb. Oh, I should have just done D for dumb. I did it for something different. <laughs> I didn't come up with one, but now that we're to this point, I do have one. I have D for daddy's boy. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I was going to say. Our grades, like, maybe we should change how we do our grades and like do it based on what we've talked about. I feel like that's just how I have to do it because the ones I come up with are never as good. Yeah, mine's just D for dipshit Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, it fits. I feel like I've used it before, though. Probably. I don't know. I don't track these things. I think Mary does, but. I write them all down, but then I never look at them again. <laughs> we but should, you know what we should do is do like an average, like a grade average for the season. Ooh, you know what I mean? T- did this season pass? Yeah. Did oh it pass God. or fail? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I want to do that. I feel um, like they're all going to pass, but they're going to go to like community college for a year. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, C's get degrees. So that's probably what this show is doing. <laughs> I have a grade this week. F for fuck Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Our first F. <laughs> oh, do you have a quote of the week? Um, yeah, and I already forgot it because it was what you said. <laughs> what was it? I don't remember. Oh, no. It's been like 40 minutes. Oh, no. That's not how the real world works. That's my quote of the week. Because I mean, anytime anyone owns Brandon is quote worthy. Yes. Because, and the thing is, like, it, he doesn't listen. It's in mm-hmm. one ear and out the other because everything worked out for him. Mm-hmm. He still gets the still. peach pit and he still gets all his friends. And, and Nat still thinks he's great. And Jim still thinks he's great. Like, Jim even says, like, while he's drinking and all pissed off and so upset, he's like, no, you you did the right thing. You stood up for your friend. And then Brenda's even like, I really wanted Dad to have this work out for him, but I'm glad that you stood up for Nat. So dumb. So like, dumb. Everyone thinks that Brandon is the golden boy, except for us, apparently. Yeah, well, and Andy Samberg in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, <laughs> because also, fun fact to all you listeners, I was watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine earlier today, and it was like season two, I forget what episode, but it was the uh, the Lynetti and Boyle wedding, and um, Jake was in a tux, and he says like something like he put on his Jason Priestley cologne, and he goes, it's called Brandon, and it's so overpowering, <laughs> which sums up Brandon Walsh to a T. So Good job, Mike Sher and Dan Gore, for putting that one in there. Season 2, Episode 17, Boyle and Eddie Wedding. Perfect. Go watch it. It's a hilarious episode. It's great. <laughs> like, that is like the definition. Brandon, overpowering. <laughs> yeah. It's so He's too much. Perfect. He's Napoleon. Uh. <laughs> Lord Farquaad. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you yes. may die. That is a choice I'm willing to deal with. <laughs> Oh my god, what's next? Is it more Brandon? Um, luckily no. Next is not more Brandon. I mean, he's in the episode, obviously. Obviously. It's not dominating. We've got season two, episode 25, Meeting Mr. Pony. Okay. Yep. That's... That's next. Uh, Okay. (laughs) And Um, yeah. In the meantime, follow us at back to podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can send us an email with your thoughts on Brandon at backtopodcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can send us our, your grades, too, because I'm really interested to Ooh, think. that like, would be interesting. We're very much in our own perspective, so I really want to know what other folks. Yeah, what do you guys think of these episodes? Yeah. Like, are like, we just totally off base and Brandon is the golden boy and we just don't see it? Right. Yeah, let us know. Especially if you've seen the whole series mm-hmm. and know if this is on track for him or if it's better than he usually is or worse. Yeah. Is this peak Brandon? <laughs> let us know. Have we peaked yet? Right. And uh, otherwise, also send us a, a five-star review and or rating and review us on iTunes or wherever else you can send reviews or just comments in general, um, just to make sure that more people can listen to this podcast. We 
really like to see your reviews and, and don't worry, we'll shout you out. So you get that buzz and tell your friends about us too. We do have a new review this week. We oh do? my gosh, we do. Yeah, you'll, you'll be so happy to see who it's from oh if boy. you're looking. I'm oh looking right I'm now. looking it up right as we speak. So that's perfect timing. We're going to shout you out. Oh my God, it's not pulling up for me. Oh In no. just a few minutes. Hold on. It came there up it on mine. Oh, okay. I got it. <clears throat> okay. I found another one. <laughs> so excited to absorb new content on my favorite teen soap ever. I don't know why this hasn't popped up for me before. I have searched in recent months for new 90210 recaps. Whatever. I'm so glad I searched again. And I have until Baby Makes 5, perhaps my least favorite episode of the Brenda years, to catch up to. Wow. That's from CC Races. We have one new one. Can I, I read it? Yeah, I didn't see. We have two. We have okay. two. All right. This one is from my husband, so you don't have to take it too seriously. <laughs> I will always take everything Michael says seriously. Five stars. Always fantastic. The girls do a great job of deep diving each episode and talking about the issues at hand while mixing in personal commentary and anecdotes. Very funny and smart. I often find myself commenting along with the episodes only to have one of the ladies bring up my point. <laughs> Listening is the highlight of my data entry work days. <laughs> Fun fact, Michael. I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, the first one was from CC Races. I don't remember if I said that or not. But yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. Thank I, you, thank you, thank you. Those, those are, are great. so nice. I also, CC Races, tell us more about your, like, the least favorite of the Brenda years. Yeah, like, now I want to know what else you got. Like, what are your fave of the Brenda years? And yeah, are, just, do you have fave of the Brenda years? Just expound on that. I want to know more. Is Brenda for you like Brandon <laughs> to us? Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, do you love Brandon? <gasps> Did we find one? <laughs> Send us an email at backtopodcast at gmail.com. Perspectives, please. Yeah, we'd love it. Anyway, thank you all very much for giving us those reviews. And we'll keep shouting you out. So just keep sending us reviews. Yeah. And until then, uh, I guess we'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah. And so from all of us at Back to Podcast, I'm Ariel. I'm Caitlin. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya.